Liam, we know that when you're behind a mic, you've got a certain amount of power. You know, the world's your oyster. Mm -hmm. And we've seen tons of stars make the most of their time at the mic, especially at award shows. Well, and I think this is something to be mindful of, that when you and Brooke inevitably win your next Ambie, Gracie, what have you, I think this is a time to really, like, launch the next part of your brand. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Or, or you know what? Hard launch of a new relationship. Just make it up, even yeah. if you have to. Yeah. Oh, I always do. I literally always do. Mm. Um, <laughs> but at last night's Grammy Awards, a bunch of stars took advantage of their time at the microphone, particularly Jay-Z and Taylor Swift, who each gave speeches that basically overshadowed their wins. Yeah, but those speeches were just two of a handful of memorable speeches and performances that now has really just got, like, everybody talking. It's everywhere. I know. I know. Well, is it a Monday after an award show if people aren't talking about it? I don't think so. So true. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And filling in for Brooke Sifrin, I'm Liam Garrow. It's Monday, February 5th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Give me that, give me that hot gas. I remember when we were trapped, driving in your car. Used to pass the bell like I was drunk. Did it last day and before. I'm feeling like stuck around my shoulder. I died. Had a feeling that I. That is one of the few songs that so just good. like. I'm like. Oh. I'm like, if I was, if it was a certain time of month, I would be crying mm. right now. Like, uh, I'm, just I'm like about feeling to cry it in right the now. back of my <laughs> eyes. Like, and I don't get emotional over songs, but that song, I don't know if it's just I've heard it throughout my whole life and yeah. just always felt connected to it or, but watching her up there, God. I know. Well, listen, in case people don't know, that was just a little <laughs> bit of Tracy Chapman singing her classic song, Fast Car, alongside Luke Combs at last night's 66th annual Grammy Awards. The ceremony took place at LA's Crypto.com Arena. And for people who don't know, yeah. this is actually Tracy's first live televised performance in nine years. She's really kind of like Shh. taking a step yeah. back and I think is very much like yeah. enjoying her private life, you know? And she looked so good 
performing. Like she just, oh, yeah. she just looked so touched when everyone jumped to their feet, rightfully mm-hmm. so. Oh my God. Yes. What a treat. Yeah. Now, another show-stopping moment came courtesy of another legend, the one and only <laughs> Canadian icon, oh, my diva, my girl, Joni Mitchell. <laughs> She, I have to say, speaking of emotional gut punches, she sang her classic song, Both Sides Now, alongside Brandi Carlisle. And this was also a real moment for Joni fans because this actually marked her first Grammys performance ever, which is how you say mm, unconscionable to me. I'll say that. I'm shocked at, I mean, we'll get into this, but the firsts from this Grammys. I know, I, was like, I know. Oh, they, I just assume these people have had Grammys and have been before. And there were some epic wins. Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas won Song of the Year for her hit, What Was I Made For?, which was written for the Barbie movie and to be an earworm for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. But I'm not complaining. It is such a good song. Yeah. Uh, Victoria Monet took home the award for Best New Artist and Mm -hmm. also won for Best R&B Album. And this is the one that surprised me the most. Miley Cyrus scored her first Grammy ever. I don't know why. I assumed she had... At least a handful of Grammys. So many hits, Shocked. such a good voice. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, she also won her second Grammy ever. Um, so she won her first Grammy for Best Pop Solo Performance, and then she also won Record of the Year. Both of these were for her song, Flowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I gotta say, I love that song. I love Miley. My sister-in-law, Kate, has really turned me on to Miley Cyrus, and... She certainly earned her flowers. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and <laughs> um, as Miley was accepting her Grammy for Record of the Year, she said, this award is amazing, but I really hope it doesn't change anything because my life was beautiful yesterday, which is just a very sweet thing to say, to recognize the beauty of your life. Well, and during that first speech, you know, it was also basically like a love letter to Mariah Carey, her, who presented her with the award. Like, I also loved that. That was so lovely. <sighs> yeah. 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 Well, listen... Yeah, We, of course, it's the Grammys, so it really wouldn't be the Grammys without at least a hefty helping of Taylor Swift. And Mm -hmm. leading up to Mm -hmm. the ceremony, there actually was a lot of online speculation that she was going to use the show as an opportunity to announce the, uh, I guess not even re-release, but really just the release of Reputation, Taylor's Mm -hmm. version. And she really did show up, like, looking very uh, (laughs) reputation-coded, as the kids say. Oh, my God. Because, you know, she had these, like... Long dark gloves, the dark red lipstick, and really like kind of heavy, chunky jewelry. And, yeah. you know, true to Taylor's MO, she pulled a stunt that no one saw coming. No one saw it coming. And let me tell you, people are constantly on high alert for stunts mm-hmm. from Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor won two awards last night. The first was for Best Pop Vocal Album. And while she was on stage accepting the award, she made a special announcement that is having people collectively lose their minds. I want to say thank you to the fans by telling you a secret that I've been keeping from you for the last two years, which is that my brand new album comes out April 19th. It's called called The Tortured Poets Department. Okay, I just have to say this about Taylor (laughs) Swift. Let me just say, let me just say two things. One, God works hard. Taylor Swift works harder. I'm sorry. The fact that this woman is on a worldwide tour, is kickstarting a new relationship, and still had time. I mean... Her schedule in, like, one week is what a normie does in three years, maybe? Yes, yes. It's insane. Like, I'm not convinced she isn't 
not fully human. Yeah. Like, I don't know how a person can do this much. And obviously, like, I know she's got a lot of resources. Sure. But resources can't stop you from needing sleep, right? I don't know. We should figure out what her, like, <laughs> vitamin plan is or something. I don't know. Maybe yeah, she's on that, like, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow IV drip or something. Maybe she's just never, ever needing to sleep. <sighs> she could be a vampire. That's one well, conspiracy I will buy into. Well, I mean, God bless. We love. Yeah, yeah, we love. Um, But later on, Taylor won the biggest prize of the night when she was awarded Album of the Year for her album, Midnight's. And in winning that award, Taylor made some Grammy history. She's now the first artist male or female, Mm -hmm. to win the Album of the Year Grammy four times. So insane. Her three other wins were for her albums, Fearless, 1989, and Folklore. Something tells me we'll be talking about this in a year, and it'll be five times, just because she has got a stranglehold on this industry, and it is impressive. Yeah, if there's one thing that Grammy voters are going to stand, it's a Taylor album. And honestly, I'm here for that. God bless. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen. We, of course, have covered some highlights of the Grammys, but there was another moment I would say that was like maybe a little bit more polarizing and a bit controversial. And that mm-hmm. came to us courtesy of Jay-Z. So he took to the stage with his daughter, Blue Ivy, by his side, and he was there to accept the very first Dr. Dre Global Impact Award. And during his acceptance speech, he gave a shout out to Dre, who was in the audience, and thanks him, you know, for all the doors he's opened for Black musicians. Very touching and very sweet. But it was what he said next that was like, Oop. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like we have not heard from Jay-Z in a minute. Um, yeah. But uh, he was making up for lost time. So he first called out the Grammys for not giving rap artists their deserved recognition. And he pointed out that the Grammys have a history of not broadcasting rap categories during the televised ceremony. Mm-hmm. I also have that bone to pick, especially growing up. It's like, I want to hear these songs that I love so much and I'm not even allowed to sing. Um, Jay also said, we want y'all to get it right, or at least get it close to right. And he did acknowledge that music is subjective and opinion-based. And then he shifted the focus of his remarks to his wife, Beyonce, who was in the audience. Always the person that gets talked about in some viral moment, I swear. (laughs) I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys, never won album of the year. That doesn't work. Just that cut to Beyonce. Well, so here's the thing. For people who have not seen that moment play out, or if they're not watching us on YouTube, where you can also see that moment play out, mm-hmm. there are a lot of cutaways to Beyonce reacting to him, you know, mm-hmm. giving that spiel. I still can't tell if she knew that was going to happen. Like, her, her reaction is very reserved. And I don't know if this is my own projection, but I really had moments where I was like, oh, I don't know. I feel like she might be upset right now. I just, Jay-Z has made mistakes in his past, especially yes. with Beyonce. Yeah, I don't think he's that stupid to keep making these mistakes. Like, I feel like, and Beyonce is just, it's fascinating to watch interviews when she was just starting versus mm. interviews now. She's so oh, calculated, yeah. so yeah. stoic that we would never, we would never know either way. But I, I feel like he had to have said, I feel like he was probably like, I'm going to say something, maybe. And she was like, Jay. And then he did it anyway. And she was like, show me your written speech. <laughs> I know. She's like crossing. She's like, no, this is passive no, voice. No, no, um, no. But in his speech, he also said, 
some of you are going to go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you may get robbed. Some of you don't belong in the category. And then when the audience seemed to react negatively, even though all I heard were facts, um, Jay said, when I get nervous, I tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't disagree. I think that's oh, consistently no. true for a, every award show. Yeah, there are people absolutely. in groups that shouldn't be in groups. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not going to throw names around, but if you're wearing basketball shorts to an award ceremony. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I just, I feel like that's indicative of someone that maybe shouldn't be there. Correct. Um, but Jay-Z did, you know, turn things a little positively um, and left the crowd with one final message. He said, in life, you got to keep showing up until they give you all those accolades you feel you deserve. There you go. Well, I have to say, for what it's worth, personally, I think last night's Grammys was maybe actually one of the better ceremonies I've seen in a while. But like for you, like beyond what we've talked about, any highlights, any lowlights, what stuck like what really stood out to you? Uh, The fashion stood out. It's it's one of those things. Some of the things that people were wearing, like Doja, like you could see her areolas, which I still can't determine. Doja Cat. I don't know if you've seen her her outfit. Mm-hmm. I can't determine if that was like those were actually them or she had stickers. Because apparently they have stickers now too. Um, oh yeah. Uh, but fashion. It's always the fashion. It's always fun. But I. I mean, I'm still thinking about Tracy Chapman. Like I would have yeah. loved a Grammys where it's just that song <laughs> played <laughs> for three hours. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was relatively chill. Yeah, yeah. I even like. I don't know. It didn't feel messy. We're now past the messy awards. We're at the, like, the sophisticated ones. Like, we've gotten the Golden Globes out of the way. We've gotten the SAG Awards out of the way. So now it's just time to, like, get proper, you know? Yeah, because famously, nothing wrong happens at the Oscars. And we know this. No. (laughs) Everyone's on their best behavior always. Exactly. And if you squint, you can see me trying to sneak in on the streets. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And filling in for Brooke Ziffrin, I'm Liam Garrow. This is Written Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. You can follow us on all socials at Arisha Skidmore-Williams and at Liam Garrow. We love connecting with you. And we're also on video. You can watch our full episodes on YouTube on The Wondery Channel. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.